Hey guys, and welcome back. After a few weeks' absence, we're back and we're talking MLS soccer on i80 Sports. We want to take this moment to thank you all for your support during our inaugural MLS soccer season. We're looking forward to getting even bigger and even better in the year 2020. As most of you know, we will be moving the studio. Um, this will be our last time recording from our old place. Um, I will be moving. I'm taking the studio with me. Um, it's going to be awesome. We're going to have more room for live interviews. We're going to have better, newer equipment. Um, we're going to have guests, and we might even have a live Sir Alex appearance coming in the new year. 2020 is going to be huge for IED Sports, and we're glad you're all coming along for the ride. If it's your first time, please hit the subscribe button. You can find us on IEDsports.com. Go on Apple Podcast or your favorite podcast. Um, hit the subscribe. Give us five stars. Give us a rating. Um, that's really going to help us become more visible and grow our community in the new year. Guys, I'm Bob Antimiglia, and you're watching IED Sports. Okay, Sir Alex is in the house. Um, a lot of big announcements, a lot of changes coming um, soon, but we are here today and we're talking about MLS soccer in the new year. Alex, how's the new year treating you so far? Oh, it's great, Bob. Let me tell you, it's, I'm glad to be back. We're going to talk some soccer. We have Champions League coming up in about 40 days, MLS season in under two months. A lot to talk about. Uh, things are starting to heat up in the offseason in MLS. We're here to talk about it. Absolutely. Now, we, we are here to talk about uh, changes, um, player signings, rumors, all that great stuff. We are not here to talk about Miami and FC Nashville because we're doing a special episode on the two expansion teams. Um, hopefully, we'll even get some special guests, um, really, really hit those two squads and, and learn about the soccer culture from those two cities. But that's not what today is for today. We're going to talk about the other 24 teams, the, the teams that were in it last year and what they're doing during this offseason some rumors, some signings, a lot of really big stuff going on in there. So, Alex, you ready to go? Absolutely. Let's kick this off. First, Sporting Kansas City signed DP Allen Pulido from Mexican club Chivas Guadalajara. 28-year-old 28 from Tigres and the Mexico national team on a $9.5 million club record fee, Alex. It's a great, you know, it's a great sign. He's known as a great goal scorer. Uh, um, we talked about this in last um, some episodes last year. Uh, MLS as a salary cap is growing with the new teams coming in and the expansive fees and you know hundreds of millions of dollars. We can start forming these players that uh, from South America that are playing in the Mexican League, which used to be the highest paid league in this region. Uh, and now it seems like MLS is reaching into into the Mexican League and getting some of these high po high profile players, and they should do well in MLS. Absolutely. Now we're talking about Alan Pulido from uh, Sporting Kansas City, who just signed um, it. When we go down the list of, of new signings, they're almost all from uh, Liga MX. They are all from South, almost all from South America, um, and they all have their unique stories. The Alan Pulido, when I looked him up, and you know that's what we do for the show. All we don't know all these guys. Uh, we had to do some research. I found out a really interesting story about 2016. Alan Pulido was kidnapped. Did did, did you catch any of that uh, in in the doc that I, I wrote I before? Yeah, I heard. I heard about this. I do vaguely remember the story back in the day when this happened. To be honest with you, I feel like it's not that uncommon in in you know foreign countries. But uh, well, you know, when you deal with Mexico, you always have to deal with the you know the drug cartels down there. And kidnappings are are kind of normal. Let's be honest, what goes on in Mexico. Yeah, in in a, in a lot of these countries. Um, if you watch yeah. the the Miradona uh, special, all the things yeah. that he deal with, and it's it's not just that they're just people. 
they're wealthy people and that's exactly what happened here um on his way back from a wedding him and his girlfriend uh were cut off the road and uh basically taken to a safe house and held hostage um they they let her go but kept him and he ended up like uh overpowering one of the captors stealing a gun and, and leaving uh really uh let me tell you that that's the kind of guy i want as my <laughs> start forward in mls that adds something to his character right this guy you know this guy's got some balls you can tell on him and you can like this guy right off the bat you want this guy on your team he was the scoring champion in a uh, liga mx during the i believe it was the fall season i know uh, in mexico they do two seasons per season they have like a, a spring and then a fall league, and they have two champions every year. Um, he scored 12 goals in the August to November season and uh, is the current scoring champion of Mexico. Um, he could be the difference maker, Alex. When we look at a big-name signing, there are a few that we go down that are just names. This is not just a name. This is a difference maker no, in MLS. This guy, is known, this guy is known to put the ball in the net, and you know, one problem scoring Kansas City had last year was not putting the ball in the net, and now they got a guy that... Uh, right off the bat, you can tell is that you know, everyone's saying that this guy is going to produce those big time in Sporting Kansas City. Sporting Kansas City, you know, the last the last five ten years has been a model franchise in MLS. Absolutely. And we're we don't want to talk too much about them because we'll bring year, them up again later. Yeah, last last year they took a step back. You knew that wasn't going to last long. They yeah. went out and they got this guy, uh, a proven goal scorer in this region region of the of the world, and he's going to produce. They're going to be they're going to be better this year. Absolutely, just we're just one signing. He has a good track record of playing stateside. Uh, he started at striker for uh, Mexico against South Korea in San Antonio, Texas earlier this year and scored a hat trick. Yeah, that should tell you right off the bat. You know, the Mexican national team, he, this guy could score. He scores in Liga MX. He's going to score in MLS. I look forward to seeing him, man. This is, this, these are the kind of players that you want to see in MLS. I'm glad we're getting him. Now, not that contracts mean very much nowadays, but he is signed for four years up through 2023. 2023. Yeah. Um, that's a big upgrade. Uh, their current striker would have been uh, Christian Namath. He joins Johnny Russell. Um, yeah, it's a big step up. Oh, absolutely. I'm expecting big things from this guy. And again, Sporting Kansas City is not done. They're going to be making more moves before the season starts. We can't wait. Now, the, the next team that we're going to talk about is the Chicago Fire, who've had the heck of an offseason. They're changing stadium. They're changing ownership. Um, they're changing head coach. They've cleared house with their players they've had uh bastian schweinsteiger nico gaitan Nemanja nikolic alexander katai dax mccarty all leaving um they have all three dp slots remaining and uh some cap space a lot of cap space and a lot of open positions and open you know high salary positions i'm expecting big things from these guys they're gonna go on they're gonna definitely try to get at least one name and fill up the roster but they want to sell seats. They're moving back into the, the Chicago, uh, the football stadium in downtown. Yes, yes. Uh, they're trying to get the fans back and to appease the fans. They are not going to be going cheap. They're not going to be going, uh, you know, through the college route or, uh, you know, veteran MLS players. These of guys course. are going to go out and get some young, exciting players, uh, preferably, uh, you know, the big Polish contingent in Chicago, the big Mexican contingent in Chicago. I'm expecting either a Chicharito type signing, a Lewandowski type rumor, something like that. Like big big name players are going to be coming to Chicago Fire before the season starts. You watch. Absolutely. Now, um, we talked about them: new stadium, new owner, new coach, new everything. They also had a new logo that is now officially the ugliest logo in MLS. Yeah, I, I you know, I, my understanding is that the complaints are so bad they may redo this. I, again, I'm not so sure about this, 
That is that looks like a, a bad. Exit. It looks like the Vancouver Whitecaps. For for those of you who haven't seen it, the new Chicago Fire. Again, they totally rebranded Moving Stadium. Their new logo looks almost like the Vancouver Whitecaps upside down. And, like the USL third division. Yeah, and it's like, red up and then yellow uh, down. It's it's really really gross looking. Um, it, just go take a look at that. Um, really really bad. Uh, somebody got somebody got got to get let go. For that, that that's bad news. You 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 have to go. You have to get fired. I made our ID Sports logo in like 15 minutes. Come that, on, guys. That, come on, guys. That that is just a bad decision by somebody, and I don't know how you keep your job with something like that. Chicago Fire have been linked to a couple players. Um, of course, Chicharito, because what is an MLS offseason without a club being heavily linked to Chicharito? And each year passes, he's getting a year older. Uh, you know, I, I love to see him in his league. He would dominate his league. He's the classic poacher inside the eight-yard box. He's going to bury just one touch, boom, into the back of the net. I would love to see him here. We just, you know, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. They're to at- me, Chicago Fire would be a perfect fit for him, yeah, but... You know, we just got to wait and see. Chicago Fire is not without talent. They do have uh, Georgie Mihailovic, who I think uh, this is going to be a career year for him. This is going to make or break. You know, depending on you know, who they bring around and around the midfield, but I expect a bigger thing from this year. You know, it's another he, year on the He flashed himself. at times. He, he has to step up. This this is the year we find out who, who Georgie really is. He needs, to get, he needs to get a little stronger. He needs to get a little stronger. Uh, he's a little small in the frame. Uh, they need to feed him a little more, eat a little more, and work he out a little more. He goes but... down real quick sometimes. Um, they also have Frankowski. They have Costa Rican uh, center back Francisco Calvo. So it, it's not a team that's that's completely lost. And they are our second big signing of Alvaro Madren, uh, midfielder, 25-year-old from the Real Madrid. He, he ran, ran through the ranks, played the CB team, um, and then made his way up to the A team for two games. He also played... Uh, for Valencia appearing 16 times and scoring twice. So maybe not the big splash, big name they're looking for, but certainly if you go to Real Madrid and work your way up to the first team, I don't care if it's only two games, you can ball. I don't care if you make the bench, you can ball. I mean, I don't care if you're on the Real Madrid B team, you can ball. I mean, that's no joke. Uh, again, these are the kind of signings with European players, a little under the radar, but they can come into MLS and really contribute well. Again, Chicago is nowhere near to be done. They have a lot of... A lot of cap space, a lot of ro- open roster space. Like big things to Chicago coming in the next few weeks. We'll be talking about it as they come, as they find them. And just, just get that logo done. Come on, guys. What, what are we doing? I, I listen, Chicago doing? Fire. That's a great name for MLS. You can't think of a better thing to celebrate fire or a firefighter than, than you came up with that. I mean, I'm not from Chicago. I'm not from the West. But they cannot. The fans cannot be happy. That logo. I'm, I'm sorry. That, it, it's it's. Really, I, I, I I would disagree. I don't think fire is a great name for a city. Like you don't name your city after the worst tragedy that's ever happened there. Oh, you know, you could maybe maybe like the Atlanta Shermans. I mean, still, you know, the, maybe you want to celebrate the, the, the New York Jets. I mean, to me, <laughs> I think we got to move on now. I think we got to move on. The logo is just is just important. Guys who listen out there, look this up and. Get back to you think we're wrong. That is just a poor logo, a poor decision by someone they made in the front office that's got to go. One of our so favorite say. teams from last year is the New York Revolution. Um, they start out real bad, uh, hired the Bruce Arena. Revolution, bro? Wow. What that's did I say? New team, the New York Revolution? The New England Revolution. I don't know, oh, I don't know what you're listening to. It's not like this is recorded that we can go back and check. 
New England Revolution, <laughs> one of our favorite teams from last year. Um, after the Bruce Arena overhaul, they were absolutely electric in the second half of 2019. And they add Adam Buxa, a Polish 23-year-old DP, um, played for a bunch of top-level Polish teams that I can't pronounce, Alex. Uh, and neither can I, and I'm Eastern European. Uh, but uh, what my understanding is the kid can ball, he can play he's fast. Again, with uh, Gustavo Bo and Carlos Hills, there's your three DPs. They're winning teams. They're going after three DPs. Three DPs up top. Three DPs up top. And that's, you know, the Atlanta Atlanta showed us the way. That's the way to do it. Uh, New England's going in, I mean, this year. I'm expecting there to be an MLS contender in, in this year. Uh, Bruce Arena coaching a year under his belt. Now he's going to bring in more guys more that know his system. I'm expecting, you know, a couple more players he's going to bring in before the season starts. I would definitely, in the Eastern Conference, I'd definitely look out for New England Revolution this year. They were at hard out last year. Second half of the season, they were one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference, and now they just got better with a young DP from Poland. A big, and- big, big turnaround. Now, Adam Buxa from Poland, he, uh, since 2014, started 80 games. Or, sorry, he played in 80 games and has 21 goals. A goal every four games in the Poland top division. He's no slouch. No, I mean, absolutely. You know, young player, this is exactly the kind of player MLS needs. Not an old, you know, a 35-plus-year-old player on the downside of his, you know, career. We're getting guys that still have an upside and, you know, want to Exactly, produce. exactly. And we trust Bruce Arena. We, we trust his judgment here. I'm pretty sure Bruce is right more than he's wrong when it comes to soccer decisions, and this seems to be a good decision. When we move on to uh, the Columbus crew, the first thing we have to mention is uh, they traded for and got Darlington Nagby from Atlanta, a bit of a homecoming from Darlington Nagby, who is from uh, Ohio, apparently. Well, he played in Akron with Coach Caleb Porter when he won a national title. I do believe that's the connection. And, uh, you know, getting Nagby because if Higuain, I guess, retired, is not coming back, the, 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 the face of the franchise for years in the middle of the park, now you placed with Nagby, uh, you know, U.S. national team player, MLS Cup winner, uh, Absolutely. Very quick on the ball. That, that was a good move by Shea. That was an excellent move by Columbus. Too. And he knows the system. Caleb Porter, coach, knows the player well. I mean, this, this should be a very smooth transition to move on from Iguain. Yeah, when, when you play with someone for, for their entire developmental career, then, then yeah, you, you know what they're capable of. Columbus crew did not, you know, just throw a dart at Nagby. They know what he is. He's a known commodity. And they wanted, they said that, that is what we want on our team. Um, good stuff from Columbus. And they also signed... Lucas Zellerian, attacking midfielder from Tigris in Liga MX, over $7 million. Um, right, just, like, just like we talked about with Polito from Spiergen, this is the kind of player that MLS is now going after in Mexico, an attacking fast, uh, you know, goal-first mentality, and in the, apparently this guy could really, really score. He's really, really fast. Uh, 27-year-old Argentinian. Um, he has 21 goals in 135 pro games played, so, so the rates... Scoring rates down a little, but we, we have a bigger sample size. He's a little bit older in that, you know, between him and Darlington Nagby, I think uh, Iguain is uh, going to be replaced in, in respectably. Production. Yeah, in production. I mean, Nagby for Iguain, problem with Columbus was putting the ball back in the net, and this guy's an attacking midfielder, should be creative. You know, Pedro Santos is there. I mean, they get, they, they're, they're, again, with Nagby and, and uh, this Lucas Zellerian replacing Iguain, to me, they're a better team now than we're in the end of the season. So let's see what else. I'm sure they're not done making moves. Again, it's still a little early in the offseason, you know, two months to go. But now Columbus looks like they're going in the right direction. The next guy we're going to talk about, the next team, is a huge deal. And it's a huge deal for their fan base, a huge deal for the country of Canada. That is the Vancouver Whitecaps signing Canadian striker Lucas 
Cavallini, 26 years old, comes from Liga MX Club Puebla. Now, so, so so our southern neighbor goes to our northern neighbor and joins MLS. He played 17 games with 11 goals for the Canadian national team. Um, his first game in Canada was an 8-1 loss to Honduras. You might remember controversy when he said he regrets becoming cap-tied to Canada. Um, they've tried to make that blow over as now he is kind of one of the faces of, of that club, of that program. Um, he also, in the 2019 CONCACAF Gold Cup, scored a hat trick in the 7-0 win over Cuba. He was the architect of that uh, Paninka penalty shot, um, and he's on contract through the 2022-2023 season, Alex. I like this guy. This guy's a, he's a, a power forward. I watched when he played for Canada. He gave U.S. fifth up front. Uh, he's been known, this guy is a pedigree to, again, another guy that can score a different kind of player than the other two we just mentioned from coming from Mexico. This is a big prototypical, big-time power forward up front. Uh, head balls, he's been really good at. Inside the box, he's going to beat his man and put it in the back of the net. This is a good sign of Vancouver, uh, especially for their fans. They like bringing a Canadian national in, even though he's you know he's a dual national. Uh, this guy can play, and he can score. And I, I don't know how he's going to be on the turf coming from Mexico, but you know Vancouver needed a a big-time goal scorer. Freddie Montero has not really panned out up there since they brought him back. This guy's going to replace him and replace him really well. This is a good sign for Vancouver. Uh, they should be excited about this. Absolutely. Now, I think Lucas Cavallini is, is kind of the last of the big, big, big signings. We do have news and notes, but we're going to quick hit these. Um, Red Bull, Luis Robles out. Bradley Wright Phillips out. We expected Bradley Wright Phillips. I said, and, and it's well-documented, that Robles would not be returning he will not. He's gone. Um, that's what the third captain in four years to be shipped off. Yep, that's the this is the Red Bull way. Uh, they get rid of you before you start really going in the claim. They messed that up with Brylar Phillips. Uh, Robles quickly signed with Inter Miami. That was a good move by him. Uh, Red Bull now, you know, in the off season, just like every really... old man, you're just going to retire down to Florida. That's good. We we wish him the best for sure. He had a great uh, going away party up with the Red Bull fans. Um, anything else here? Oh, debut of safe standing in the South Ward. They uh, are adding railings and locking the seats up for games. So um, I think the supporters think it's going to be like, um, you know, clubs that have that dedicated standing section, but it's kind of not. It's going to be kind of weird. It's a very bourgeois thing to do. I'm going to say there, but using my vocabulary here, we're just going to take your seat away. We're just going to take, we're going to lock it up. Uh, this is my understanding. What do we do? We have a couple unless they're due this this has been done in some stadiums in germany wales england and the lower divisions uh, i do believe in central america there's some stadiums that do this uh now if you're an older gentleman this may not be for you but if you're a young fan you know if you'd like to jump up and around and sing and dance and this is you want more room apparently this is the way to, the, the this is the way they want it to be uh it's not just esd the whole three sections southward the, the three sections of South Ward, even though one is no longer recognized, but they're going to exactly. get safe standing too. Like, isn't that kind of weird too? Like, I don't I, have anything. We, we all know that I, I, uh, you know, kind of support the whole South Ward no. as one, and that includes GSU. Um, but if you're not recognized, then why are they taking their seats away? I don't know. Well, you know, listen. I don't want to make a big deal out of this. I, I didn't know that we we be going to Rebel Games for one. Of them. I didn't know this was coming. This is a surprise to me. Uh, and when they I, announced it after we renewed for next year, which is also weird, some of us may not have renewed. Look for other seats. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see what happens. Again, to me, 
you ought to be standing in August in 93 degree heat and not have a seat that right in front of you. Let's see what happens. Let's see how many people are going to pass out during this. There we go. Now, other lesser signings, Timbers, re-signed Valeri and signed Yimi Chara, Diego Chara's little brother. He's a Brazilian uh, uh, from Club Atletico Mineiro. Uh, played most of his club uh, play with Monterey. So, yeah, we, we like Diego Chara, right? He's a, he's a big, tough player. I, I, apparently, this guy's better. His, his brother's supposed to be better than him. So, this is a good signing by uh, Portland. I mean, again... I like where we're going and getting these guys from South America and, and that are playing the, been in the Mexican league. That's very competitive. Another good signing for MLS. These are the kind of players we definitely need in the league, and we're getting them. Of course, another offseason. We're talking about another transfer from Atlanta United, signing Emerson Hidman, 23-year-old U.S. player from uh, Fulham and Bournemouth, grandson of former FC Dallas manager Shellis Hidman. Um, he plays central midfield, not much of a scorer. Um, and Atlanta also traded Nagby to Columbus. Yeah, I think the Nagby trade, they're going to put Hyman right into this position. Again, Atlanta, the board, second year in. I'm hearing rumors he wants to make some changes. Uh, they got Champions League coming up. Rumors of, you know, Martinez being sold, and Barco being sold. Uh, it's weird. But DeBoer, I think, wants to put a stamp on his team. He entered Tato Martino's team last year. I think he wants to put more of his defensiveness uh, on the yeah, team. Yeah, for sure. Let's see what happens again. Uh, I like this kid, you know, you know, former U.S. international youth level. He's a good midfielder. Uh, he's only going to get better. He's still young. Good move by them, and he looks like he's going to get plenty of playing time in Atlanta with the Nagby departure. LAFC signed Uruguayan midfielder Francisco Pancho Ganella, um, 21-year-old Uruguayan youth international, signed a four-year deal. He had 32 appearances last year for Montevideo Wanderers. Uh, again, uh, we're seeing an increase in Uruguayan players. Uh, Diego Rossi, for one, uh, this is this is a good move by LAFC. I love get I love how we're going out to South America, getting these guys. Uruguay is always a uh, national team. It's always a, a threat when they come to World Cup to go to World Cup all the time. Excellent players come out of Uruguay. Another great signing for the league. Again, these young players that there's their thought processes. They saw what happened with Almiron when he moved from Paraguay to Atlanta for one fee, and then. Atlanta sold him for a higher fee to send him, springboard him over to the Premier League for Newcastle. All these guys coming up from uh, uh, South America thinking the same thing. Make a little more money coming up less, produce, and then we're going to bounce to the real big, where the big money is over in Europe. Make that and, uh, highlight reel, make make that film, get on film. Absolutely, absolutely. Send it overseas. Good. LA, LA Galaxy um, have some rumors going around around Edinson Cavani. Um, they extra, uh, extend the contract of Christian Pavone for one season. That's about what I'm hearing from them. I'm expecting something big from LA Galaxy. Uh, Cavani, I don't think is going to happen. I'm hearing he, he may be going to Spain, but they need to replace Zlatan. I mean, they get Alexander Katai within the league, the ex-Chicago Fire guy he could produce, but they need a number nine. LA Galaxy, look, they're a team that always gets a big-name player, whether they produce, you know, from uh, Frank uh, uh What's his face? Steven Beckham, they got Beckham, Gerard. I mean, you know, they, they, you know it's coming. We just don't know who it is. Again, two months to go in the season before it starts. There will be a big-name player coming here to LA Galaxy, and it's most likely a forward player that can put the ball in the back of net. So let's I, see who they can. I'd love to see Gavani. I'd like to see uh, where they go. Of course, there's always Mario Balotelli rumors. Um, who the heck knows? I've heard Red Bull. I've heard Galaxy. The guy, I don't understand how MLS is not going after this guy. Mario Balotelli in this league would be just, we, we, you replace another quote machine just off the stuff he does on the off field, replacing all the quotes you can miss from Zlatan leaving. 
and and Balotelli, a lot of his drama was was uh, racially based. I, I I believe um in his time, and then you know he was a rich kid getting into a little bit of trouble. I feel like in the U.S. they kind of expect that from celebrity types, so it and wouldn't be. But he's a little older. Maybe he's wiser. Maybe he's got a little wiser. Again, his off-field problems we cared a lot less in the last couple of years since he's bounced around in Europe in France. Absolutely. But, I, but again, he's a baller. He can't put a penny on. You remember yeah. that tape? Say it again, Bob. Do, he, he can't put a penny on. Do, 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 do you remember that tape? A couple five. Of, like, like five years ago, he's like trying to put the penny on. It's all tangled. And it's like a 20-minute clip of him like trying to put this thing over his head. Right, listen. We, we got to share it. We got to connect it because that is a hilarious video. If you haven't seen it, I'm going to send it to you later. Okay, we got to move on because our listeners can't hear, can't see the video when we're talking. Philadelphia Union. Big move. Fafa Pico traded to FC Dallas. This uh, happened back in November. The 28-year-old Haitian immigrant played 89 games for Philly since 2017 with 21 goals. Kind of fell out of favor in 2019. Last season, he only had 10 appearances and one goal. Uh, Fafa Pico, can he contribute in that young FC Dallas squad? He's a very fast player. Remember last year, Philadelphia brought a new technical director in, and they changed a lot of things, new philosophy to do new the full press, and apparently they, uh, Pico didn't fit in their philosophy. I like the player. He's really fast. Again, Dallas has all those young guys. They can only learn from a veteran like this guy, and he's got a lot of speed. Uh, good move by Dallas. I'm sure Stadler, cap-wise, it doesn't cost that much. That was a good move by them. Absolutely. Um, and kind of another big name, uh, Darwin Quintero traded from Houston Dynamo to Minis- um, traded to Houston Dynamo from his home in Minnesota. He's older than I remember. He's 32 years old. Um, former Santos Laguna in Club America, uh, most recently played for Minnesota United, where he scored 21 times in 57 games. Still a difference maker, but he's getting up there in age. Um, headed from Minnesota to Houston. Alex, what do you think here? I, I like the Minnesota. Apparently, at the end of the year, remember they weren't playing him towards the playoff time. In Minnesota, something's going on with him and the coach, I guess, in Minnesota. He can score goals again. Now, Tab Ramos now is getting a, a new coach for. Houston Dynamo, they have some issues with some of their forwards uh, being linked to moves in Europe and maybe Mexico. Uh, this is insurance policy case that my leaves, but even if they don't leave, they should have a lot of firepower in Houston. Like they could score, but the problem over there is they bleed a lot of goals. So let's see if probably Ramos can solve that problem, getting some uh, defenders in and maybe a better goalkeeper in for them. Absolutely. So uh, we're going to keep keep an eye and see if uh, Darren Quintero still has it, 32 years old, um, and we will see. So those are... All the substantiated rumors and, and moves that we've seen, we, we're not going to report on all the little stupid things that you hear. I mean, you're, you're always going to hear, you know, Messi to uh, Atlanta. You're, you're going to hear silliness, but but those are those are the rumors. Those are what we think is going on. Um, we're going to keep you guys up to date as those things go on, um, as these trades are made, as as these teams are really settling out. Now, again, our next full episode will be about the two expansion teams, Nashville and Inter-Miami. We're going to talk about their squads, their signings, their players, because there's some good movement going on there, Alex. Yeah, I mean, again, MLS now, as the season gets closer, you're going to hear more and more signings happening. Don't forget, we have the MLS college draft Thursday, and some teams don't care for it. Some teams... we, we don't care. It's gone. Yeah. It's the last one. It's actually the last installment. I mean, that's happening Thursday, so that's going to affect some roster space with some you know, younger players. Uh, and, and, you know, as the season gets closer, like I just mentioned, guys are going to get signed. Big names are going to happen. Trades are going to happen. Camp is, like I said, it's 40 days away. Guys got camp starts in a couple of weeks for some of these teams. Guys got to get into getting camp and getting, you know, know the system and stuff. So 
but you know in the next week or two we're going to be talking a lot about the moves that happened absolutely guys thanks for joining us this is id sports mm-hmm.